0: Well, listen, uh, Steve, my friend and uh, church planning coach, and uh, means so much to me and, and Lori, and, and really to this church. Even if you've never met Steve, he means something to you because this church wouldn't be here if Steve hadn't been there, encouraging us, and uh, and and really the coaching Steve gave me was phenomenal. Uh, so many times I met with Steve and I did not know what to do. Sometimes I'd go and say, you yeah, is this the right idea? And he'd think about it and say, yeah, that's really good. And, and that would give me the courage to go with it. Other times he, he would just give me wisdom that just came from God. And, um, but, but every time I met with Steve, I went away feeling like I could do this. I went away encouraged, even though I might've gone there with my resignation in my pocket I I went away thinking, okay, you know, you know, God's in this, and we can do this. so, Steve, you've blessed me, yeah. you've blessed this church body, this whole uh, near West side of town, yeah. and uh, thank you for that. Yeah. Okay. So, thank you. ready? Okay. <laughs> Is that a kiss sound?
1: <laughs> hey, Janie, I need my glasses. I forgot my glasses. So. Yeah, I think that was, is that a moose call, that one? That was all the uh... last <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. But uh, man, oh man, good to be with you guys. Uh, yeah, he said near west. Actually, we want, we had a strategy, or as uh, some cartoon character called it, a strategy, um, to plant in the near west and then go to the far west, which is, you know, Price Hill, et cetera. So if you're from Price Hill, all apologies, uh, but that is the far west, and uh and so, uh, but it's uh, incredibly good to be here with you guys and to see Van and Laurie, uh, more Lori than Van. But uh, so we, we've, we've enjoyed these guys for years and years and years. And, uh, you anyway, know, I tag on what he said earlier, and I'm kind of going to jump in my message even from that uh, is that uh, you can almost get the idea from what Van said is that I carry in me encouragement, and maybe to a degree, but probably not a whole lot more than you. Uh, but I discovered that as we give away, we get the, the splash over. Does that make sense? You know, as we give away, what we who we weren't begins to manifest. That I, I needed encouragement, and I, uh, at least as many times as Van said, not just to begin with, but along the way, and uh, that I've been ready to quit. And uh, so as I give away encouragement, I think it. Uh, maybe I could encourage myself, you know, kind of thing. So that's, uh, I think, the way the kingdom works more often than not. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's a weird thing. God is nice. God is love, etc. But he can be rude at the same time. Have you discovered that yet? And some of you are going, I'm out of here. You know, he just said the first, uh, you know, weird thing. But uh, I, I think he, he calls us more often than not to do things that are not uh, the way we are wired. And uh, I'm all into the DISC test and the Myers Briggs. You guys know about those things, maybe, because uh, that's a near West kind of a inventory thing. You guys, okay? College Hill does a lot of this stuff. Anyway, but uh, I, I test out as being a, a um, what would be the word, uh, uh, a introvert, I guess. Yet at the same time, I have this incredible—I uh, I don't know where I am—is I, I can I can get into the extrovert world and then go back to the introvert world. It's kind of a cave, and I can. You know, get out of the cave. It's not a man cave; it's a real cave, and uh, but it does have Wi-Fi, thank God. And so, if it didn't have Wi-Fi, no way could I possibly, you know, be back there. You know, if I have Hulu, Netflix, etc., you know, I'm okay with the world. You know, and uh, enough Wi-Fi to do that. So, um, but uh, I want to talk today from uh, just about my favorite chapter. And if you hear me talk a bunch of times, you'll hear that a bunch. This is my favorite. Well, I thought the last week, well. It was, now it's the new favorite chapter, but uh, Acts chapter 10, and uh, to give you just a teeny bit of uh, backdrop on the thing, it's, uh, uh, I I think actually the the beginning of, here it is, the beginning of uh, Paul, pardon me, uh, Peter, he's the other P word, Uh, Peter uh, doing something that I think he discovered that God can invite us into something that is not our natural wiring, and yet it's smack dab in the middle of what he has in mind through us to change the world. Uh, if you remember a bit about uh, Peter's uh, spontaneous messages, uh, Acts 2 was one of them. And, well, if you guys don't want to talk, I'm, I'm going to go for it. And he stands up and he gave these, I, I think, incredible on-the-spot messages. And uh, and even in chapter 2 of uh, Acts, the, they had the very first version of the iPad. And he goes, I'm going to wait till the other one comes out because this one is not good enough kind of thing. And. Okay, And the Wi-Fi was down that day in, in Jerusalem and so forth. But uh, he gets up and explains and interprets what was going on, uh, what God was doing. He does it again here in Acts chapter 10. He's going over to Cornelius' household. I have a theory about that too. Cornelius, anybody know somebody with the three, uh, <laughs> what do you call those things? A, a three, not a vowel, but a syllable. syllable. Uh, so I used to teach uh, school, but I all that's behind me a three-syllable uh name with three syllables don't you give him a nickname typically and i think his his nickname was probably something like corny you know hey corny get over here kind of thing and and he was a great guy et cetera. but i suspect you know if your name was Stephanius, they probably give you a real short one kind of thing so steve minute maximum you know so uh um, what, what happens is he hears from the Lord, get a hold of this guy named Peter, send a couple of guys, go get him. And at that moment, as things work out, Peter's on the roof, gets a clear picture from God, hears this thing. A couple of guys will be at the door, and they're not Jehovah's Witnesses, and they will tell you what they want to do. Go with them. And so he does exactly that uh, on their way over there. He's probably pondering. There they did have good Wi-Fi. And he's thinking, what am I going to say? He's looking up the Bible app and blah, blah, blah. And uh, yet then when he shows up as a speaker, you might know this, is that things tend to change a little bit. Uh, with me it completely changes sometimes. Um, but uh, as he's speaking, uh, a number of things come out of his mouth. And I, I love this uh, this verse. And I, I, I think it's in the King James, um, which I used to make fun of. Uh, there's some funny verses in there that I could do a whole thing on King James, you know, weird things, you know, you know, raising Lazarus, but Lord, he stinketh. <laughs> he's been, he's been in the grave for three days. Lord, he stinketh. Uh, uh, that was Martha, you know, Mary is totally laid back and so forth. But uh, <laughs> the, now some of you are running out to go to King James again. <laughs> You're gonna look on your Bible app to do that. But uh, let me, let me shorten it here. Acts ten thirty eight. just one little part. God, uh, oh, shoot, 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 back backdrop. Uh, Jesus went about doing good to all kinds of people, for the spirit of God was with him. That's a real short version of it. He went about doing good to all kinds of people. Now let me let me break it into three parts. I think that that little verse could be easily uh, like a month or, or two even of uh, preaching on it. Uh, but I'm gonna. I only have um, two hours. Is that what he said? Did he, did he? <laughs> Get out of here by, oh, yeah, by one. Yes, it was. And uh, so uh, I'm going to break into uh, three little you know, snippets. Uh, first of all, he went about. I love the phrase that, that recurs in, uh, it's actually modeled with Jesus over and over again. But in the, the uh, book of Acts, it's actually said, actually, word for word, uh, among the people He was among the people. They were among the people. And uh, it's such an opposite of the way I'm wired. You know, my idea of among the people is to read about among the people, to watch among the people, maybe three screens among the people. But I'm ADD, you know, and uh, which I, you know, (laughs) I kind of like being ADD. You know, it's the only kind of wiring you can do and read something, watch TV and juggle at the same time, which I think is a real skill. And uh, but it's totally natural, to me. Uh, but uh, what what happens there is that <clears> the <throat> second here. the it, it comes down to uh, doing something often that you're not used to. Often, as we even pray, God, who are who do you think you are? <laughs> you know, I'm wired thus, and you're calling me to do it thus. And and even the apostles, in the end. Uh, I think there were just 11 apostles. And, you know, Matthias, who was chosen, you, know, you never heard a word about him again. It's like, I'm not sure that he died or anything, but, you know, I, that might have been their idea, their vote, if you will. And so let's just assume there were 11 of them. If the Myers-Briggs thing is accurate, uh, they discovered that about 60% minimum of spiritual people committed to an ongoing group, like Christians, of course, are introverts. And that among leaders, it's actually higher than that. So if you do the math on it, I don't know what the numbers are here. Let's just do the 11. If you do the math on it, more than uh, six, six or more, were introverts. Interesting stuff, isn't it? And so, you know, there's this kind of thing you could think uh, almost romantically about. Yeah, they're going to go change the world and to sing in perfect harmony. And, you know, it's an old code commercial. But uh, they're out there, you know, onward Christian soldiers, whatever. And you guys go out and never come back and blah, blah, blah. Uh, probably six of them, the first day they're kind of excited, then uh, they begin to think, uh, what was I thinking? <laughs> uh, you know, Thomas goes to India. You might know that part of the story. And uh, I suspect he, halfway to India, He's thinking, oh, my word, what have I gotten myself into? My mother said I'd make a fine psychiatrist, but here I am being a uh, you know, worthless, no money coming in and exaggerating, of course, like I tend to do about my poor little old me situation. And so he's on his way down there. I think that every day a guy like Thomas, not for sure if he was that introverted, but let's assume he was for a second, that he got up every day and probably felt uncomfortable day after day after day for the rest of his life doing something he was not naturally wired to do. Make sense? And so he prayed a prayer that I think is, uh, as I look at it, the most uh, common prayer. As you read the old all the way through the book of Revelation, it occurs over and over again. It goes like this. Here I am. Here I am. God, if you want to use me, uh, fine. This is a new day. It's Sunday morning. Here I am. But I am so uh, unwired to do what I'm doing. It is not who I am. Lord, I'd much rather be a, I'd rather be a whatever and I'd rather be whatever. But I'm just gonna say it again, here I am. And I've done lots of uh, so-called altar calls over the years. And my dynamic prayer with the little thing in the back, Dear Heavenly Father, I don't think people know what they're saying if they're not been raised in church and they haven't read the scripture, which is pretty likely. They don't know it all. They're just parroting something, I think, to make us feel better. Does that make sense? Whew, that, was a, that was a good one. You know. Steve, you, you're awesome. You know. But instead, I, my thing is just to say, how about this one? Here I am. Here I am. And you know, the, the funny thing is, is when you've been doing ministry for a long time, you can begin to look back and see the fruit of people's entry into the Christian life. And i got to tell you, is that almost everybody I've kept track with has stuck in the Lord, and they prayed that simple but stupendous little prayer, here I am. And uh, I'm not so sure if we had done something more uh, elaborate, if it would have worked even. It, it sounds, well, I'm not gonna get into the whole thing, but it sounds like we know better than you, and you know, come back to me and I'll show you how to live the Christian life, and da-da-da. Because you know, let's face it, some of those guys are six month old in the Lord, and they just have taken off and gone further forward than a decade-long Christian. You with me? And, and so the, this guy over here just praise. here I am, here I am, here I am. In fact, why don't you say it with me? Here I am. Would you? Let's do it again. Here I am. And that's really what I you want know, to dig into here today, is that it's doable to, to chase the Christian life, not as you have been, not where you're going, but as you are now. Um, look at these three lines here. He went about, first of all. I think that, uh, again, as I've already said, it was about, you know, opening your heart, you know, saying yes to Jesus, I will do what you want me to do, I will go where you want me to go, uh, no matter what I say in the future, <laughs> uh, you know, I want to go and do it, and uh, so forth. Um, let's go to the second part, that I already mentioned that earlier, uh, doing good. He went about doing good, uh, you know, I've been traveling uh, here and yonder and so forth, and all over the place i was interviewed some time ago and they said where haven't you been i said the south pole i have not been there but the penguins as i know are doing pretty good i'm not going to worry about them coming to the lord and uh, they are cute uh there's like 50 people in this little dome thing and maybe i'll make it down there someday but um but doing good now as your mind begins to wander uh is your add and i'm not going to ask you to raise your hands because you've already perhaps you know been touching your forehead but uh Okay, the spouses are going, yes, you are nailing that guy, totally. Um, but you begin to think, what is all of all um, kinds of good, doing all kinds of good? You know, you're, it's just amazing. And, and, and the point of traveling and so forth is that in every place you go, there is an outlandish, crazy, convincing version of uh, all kinds of good. Uh, and I can tell you stuff in, in Kenya, uh, giving away bananas. And they have like 20, I'm serious, the number 20 different kinds of bananas. They got the big ones, which I haven't known, I didn't know they could make bananas that big. And, and then there's the medium-sized ones, so that's a ba ba ba. And then the ones they really, really like are the little teeny bananas. They're dessert bananas. So we bought a whole bunch of those, we're giving them away and to Kenyans. And uh, most of them speak um, Swahili, but... Uh, we speak, every so often you get a, an American English speaking person. We had the Kenyans with us explaining things. And uh, this is a banana to show you God's love in a practical way. Oh my word. You know. And uh, on and on and on. And uh, by the way when I left there, uh, they wanted to give me a, a gift to this one church and it was two chickens. And I went back to the hotel and I realized it didn't fit in my suitcase. Uh, I was thinking for a second or two there. So I gave it away to some lady uh, on the bus actually she looked at me like, oh, you've given me two chickens. I mean, that is unbelievable. And then the other ladies are going, where's my chickens? And I go, sorry, you only had two. Uh, but uh, wherever you go, uh, do good. I, I don't know what the limitations are. And even in Cincinnati, guess what? What is going to be, a, uh, I think, an open door thing for, for doing good, uh, uh, something or other that you can pull off, is different than another part even of... of of the Coleraine area, and definitely different than, like, Westchester, right? We had a house at one time, and uh, so forth. So we get in touch, you know, God show me, God, you know, let me be in touch, and it all began to turn on a dime when I went over to uh, Tri-County Mall, it's kind of gone by the wayside, I I actually went over there, There there's a couple of tumbleweeds blown by, and uh, on the inside, and uh, Starbucks and tumbleweeds. And so uh, as I was walking around early on, I really had two choices, either stay frustrated and really a little bit of anger in my heart. I'll admit, admit that openly. I, I began to feel like, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know, some kind of an angry uh, person, what, what have you. And uh, I, I began to say, God, is there anybody here who could possibly, you know, be open to what we were talking about? Uh, because I got so many people telling me so many negative things. Well, that'll work in California. Uh, and then I got the, uh, are you a cult? And I would say, well, no, we're not. But, you know, cults are famous for lying. So you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not Baptist. You're not Catholic. So you're a cult. Yeah. Well, we got them finally, didn't we? Yeah. But the, the doing good thing has to do with. Uh, Pick it up on the spirit. I went to Tri-County, and I asked them at, uh, I don't know if Starbucks was there at the time, fill it up to the brim. Well, it'll spill. That's exactly how high I want it to be. And they put a lid. No, take the lid off. If I do, it will spill. And uh, I walked around. I felt like the Lord told me to do this. Walked around so slow that I couldn't possibly spill the thing. And I began to not be the rabbit to be the turtle. And I have lived in the, the rabbit lane for all my life. I'm trying to slow down and Janie's been telling me this for decades, and I finally uh, hear Janie speaking, is uh, slowing it down, do not spill the coffee, do not spill the coffee, and specifically to look people in the eyes, and to pick up on their their hurt, their brokenness, they're, they're ready to jump off the cliff head first, and uh, that was the way I felt as a church planter, over and over, you, you can relate to this, and, and you know, I don't say anymore to church planters, but I Still, was a guy who was totally frustrated. I said, I'm so glad that all I could afford was the, uh, the brown lamp cord because I jumped off the, the chair, it broke, you know? So, <laughs> dark, I know. But church planters get, the, <laughs> the rest of you are going, what is he talking about, you know? And uh, <clears throat> so, uh, but I went around just uh, as a slowly becoming turtle, person noticing, looking them in the eyes. You won't get that if you're, you know, scurrying about as a, as a rabbit. And uh, saying very quietly, God, show me your heart. Show me their heart. And as I did, uh, as we prayed that prayer, a lot of the, the avalanche, really, of ways to show God's uh, love, the ways of, of doing good, began to, to come to me. Some of the ways you've tried, and da-da-da. And uh, some are more challenging than others, but something that anybody can pull off. And, uh, you know, uh, for example, the, uh, the one that anybody can pull off is driving through a fast food place. At the window, and then you get there saying, How much is the, the, the person behind me's uh, you know, meal? And they, Why do you want to know that? Just, just tell me how much it is. You know, it's whatever. And at, at Taco Bell, it's a perfect place because you'd eat like crazy for $3. You know, no biggie. Uh, and this happened to me more than once. Uh, the, the first one would have been fine, but it was actually $25. They were getting a, their whole whatever workplace. And, Well, how about the third one behind me? And they said... Well, that one's a $1. dollar ninety-nine. Perfect. I have got that. You know. So, and then, what do you want me to? You want me to say something? And I said, yes, say this. The really cool thing is the person I'm talking to everyone so far clearly was not a church person, and I would guess not a um, exactly an understanding uh, outward Christian. Uh, what do you want me to say again? <laughs> I mean, you're getting you know two whacks at a time, right? You get it. The person at the window may be more the one who got the tacos, and. Uh, So I still do this uh, person behind me, uh, fed some amazing, amazing things. uh, On my way to speak in Columbus up here, Uh, on my way there, I was almost late to this Nazarene church. And uh, I'm sure they were pacing and, you know, back and forth. Does Steve not know it was this weekend? You know, kind of thing. And uh, so I I just felt uh, I should drive into um, Starbucks. There's a couple behind me. Uh, a guy and his wife What kind of, you know, ashen, no uh, affect. Uh, she has a uh, a 12, uh, pardon me, a legal size pad. It was yellow with a pen. And uh, I pay for my stuff and I, I say, so what are you guys getting? And why would you ask that? And I said, because I'm going to show you God's love in a practical way. Could you say it again? I want to show you God's love in a practical way. The woman bends over like this and let out this guttural sound that uh, you can't imitate it. it. I wouldn't even, I can't do it. But it, it went on for way longer than I felt comfortable. Te- in fact, I took a big step backwards, like, I'm not touching her. I, didn't, I know nothing, Colonel Klink. And uh, so uh, we get done, and I said, uh, obviously, what's, what's going on? Last night, our daughter, our only child, went to a party. Somebody gave her ecstasy, and she fell down dead. Right there on the spot, and so we're here to plan out her funeral. And on the way over here, I say to my husband, "Where is God in all of this?" Hello, where is God in all of this? See, our thing is to scatter seeds. Our thing is not to make some. In fact, you cannot make something happen. And I've discovered that over and over again. The faster you and I discover that, the better. Is that it takes the, the the burden off of our shoulders. Because God is the only one that can cause somebody to come to Christ. You know, I have this this observation. When people say, I led so-and-so to Christ, I just want to grab them by the shoulder and and say, you know, I appreciate your enthusiasm. But that's not the way that works. Only Jesus can lead somebody to to himself. And I'm going to make all sorts of efforts. And and I'm going to actually, you know, share with them and pray the Here I Am prayer with them. But, uh, you know, really that's God and God alone that does that kind of thing. What he wants us to do is be the seed flingers. And there's no limitation to how many and what kinds of seeds you and I can fling. But I do think it comes back to doing good. Because anybody, anybody, anybody can do good. In fact, once you turn to the person next to you and say, you can do that. Just, just turn to them. They, they love you. You can do that. Come on. Okay. Don't start a conversation. Just say that. You're good. Uh, but, you know, you can... You can't drive through cotton picking Taco Bell. Or, you know, I've discovered that as I uh, see people that are in need, what I do is I offer often a 10 second prayer. And I, I did for them too. Have you discovered that Jesus prayed very simple, very quick, mostly five second prayers, definitely less than 10 seconds? And I've discovered that if I offer to pray, maybe it's me, Janie said, you actually look kind of scary. It's your voice, it's to hide and they get to know you after a day or two or three. They'll discover you actually are pretty safe. But she didn't. Uh, she did say the first part, but you know, not three days. But uh, uh, as I pray, I, well, as I often pray, I so, said, I pray here for ten seconds?" I have prayed. I mean, no kidding, uh, hundreds now. I started to say a thousand, but it probably is close to a thousand. And uh, I see people all the time. I, if I feel led, which is more than half the time, at a restaurant. I'll, uh, uh, on top of giving them a fantastic tip. Hello, posture effect. On top of giving them a, a, a fantastic tip. Janie and I were both waiter, waitress. I've had, I've worked at lots of waitering jobs. And I am the waiter king. I tell you what. Uh, if you want somebody to wait on you, I'll go slip into my waitering clothes here at lunch. And I'll just go with you. The worst time to be a waiter, guess what it is? Right after church. Because not only are they upset. Not only do they have their Bible there. But they... They they are they're very cheap, and they would call it good uh, stewardship, which makes me really want to strangle them—not scram by the shirt, but you know, by the neck. One of my favorite books the last few years is "People I Like to Punch in the Neck." And, yeah, and uh, you like that? It's a good title. And uh, I've been thinking about stealing that title. Uh, you know, leaders I like to punch in the neck, you know, kind of thing. But uh, preachers like to punch in the neck. But uh, You know, just stepping out and and, uh, Jane and I have discovered that there's almost no way to show or to talk about God and to give a chintzy tip. And uh, to me, it's like 15, 20, whatever. 15 if they forget me. Wasn't he here just an hour ago? (laughs) I need some tea. Well, there it is. You pour your own tea. I'm still going to give him, I'm still going to give the guy 15%. Why? Because he or she are probably, most people who are who are waiting. You're either students or they're single parents. You with me here? They're probably not the executive guy that works at Procter & Gamble. You know, I discovered that. And so they're there barely able to make ends meet. And so we got a tip. We got a tip. Especially if you pray before the meal, for Pete's sake. Yeah, you know, Janie said something ridiculous. She had a, a Bible there, 15 plates, and she put it momentarily on this guy's Bible. That's the Bible! You know, and she's like, what? Oh my gosh. You know, she's a very committed you know, evangelistic Christian, you know, and, uh, man, I didn't realize it was radioactive. I will take it right off, you know? And, uh, so, but, uh, doing good, doing good, doing good. And, and then again, praying the here I am God, show me what it would be like to, to do good for my neck of the woods my my part of the world. And then lastly, which I think is maybe the, the coolest part to all kinds of people, to all kinds of people, there's something built into me and my brokenness which is getting better, but I am still a broken person. I suspect when I go to be with the Lord, I'll still be a broken person on my deathbed because uh, of all the brokenness that I have been born into. It's my relatives. I can't, I can't avoid it. What were their names? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It goes back. Adam and Eve. That was the ones that I inherited from. And uh, I have been a broken person getting better. It's like my AA friends. You know, I'm not now where I used to be. Inch by inch, it's a cinch. Yard by yard, it's hard. And I'm making progress, but not nearly fast enough to, to make me happy. And so uh, I, I love this to all kinds of people, even the ones that offend me. And, you know, I watch the Olympics. I, can I give you a little confessional moment here? Turn off the tape. Okay, no, I'll just keep on talking. As we're watching the Olympics and with their flags, I'm actually getting angry as I, they're watching. Because so I'm saying, that country... I like to drop some kind of a nuke on you know not the country but the guys who run that country. You, you with me? Janie's going. It's the Olympics. Hello, <laughs> just sit there for Pete's sake. No more coffee for you, Steve, tonight. And so, um, uh, you know, I, I began to I realize I have like uh, you know an ascending list of countries I don't like. And you know, when I saw like the second least liked country in the world, I'm going, I got to leave the room now because <laughs> okay, that's my brokenness partly. And uh, maybe you have a little bit of that, too, about ethnic groups or about religious things and that. Uh, I, I like what John Wimber used to say. And uh, I, I don't want to talk about Wimber all the time, but he's an amazing, I call him the franchiser of the vineyard. Because there actually was uh, another guy, Ken Gullickson, who had the concept, who started like five or six churches. And if he hadn't, uh, if John had not come along, we would never heard the, the word vineyard, except in other contexts. So he and John, he and Ken, Ken's his name, Ken and John met, and boom, the franchise took off. It's been a very, very cool ride. But uh, Wimber used to say, it's not this, it's not this, but it's this. Isn't that great? It's not this, it's not stay away, but it's this. And uh, it doesn't matter who they are, how they're wired, even what they believe. And uh, i got to tell you that when we started the, the thing down in uh, Tri-County, we had this itsy-bitsy building, seven services. And anything over six... The guy who's speaking is insane, you know. And uh, numbers of uh, church growth analysts came in, and they said, uh, whose idea was this, number one? And two, who's speaking? And I said, me, me. And uh, anyway, they they'd well, here's the uh, card of a really good therapist I know. And, uh, you know, anyway, as we did that, we began to realize that there are some people in this world that I would... Never like, unless they would come in through here, because God is changing my heart, changing my life. And we saw at that time lots of uh, gender identity people that really were, it was very confusing. And at that time, it was way less common to do a, a gender uh, surgery thing. And I won't get into that whole thing. It's still my mind boggles and get busy with that whole thing. But uh, I, I met one guy, and I, I didn't know it was a guy because he does a really good job of wearing a boom and uh, dressing up. And I saw, that's a big Adam's apple for a, for a lady. And I shook his hand and go, those are the biggest hands of a woman I've ever met. And then, then he goes, here's the big part. He says, I got to go to the bathroom. We're talking, he goes into the women's room. And I'm, Sarah, I'm sitting there with a couple of friends and I go, oh my word. There's a guy in the women's bathroom. But you know, it hit me, this guy was every bit as safe as anybody else that's going to go into that restroom today. Because I got to... No, I'm serious. That was an intuitive uh, sense. I got to know the guy, and uh, that is dead on accurate. Turns out that he went in for his operation. Turns out that he had HIV, that he was going to, and before the cocktails, as they call them, were fully developed, and uh, began to develop all the, the AIDS symptoms and so forth. Dies about a year later. We had, at that time, we called uh, uh, senior staff. We didn't pay them. They did a lot of work for us. Uh, you guys know uh, Larry Crouch, Alan Crouch, some of you guys and I told Larry, I said, you know, Larry, you are good for nothing. <laughs> okay. You're, you're, we don't pay you, but you do lots of stuff for us. And uh, the, one, of the other, one of the other senior staff had never, had never uh, done stuff in ministry, had never done a baptism, didn't know how to deal with these kinds of controversies. And he goes, how am I going to do this? I'm doing my first uh, funeral. And it was not just a few, he had to carry the guy. He was so weak, had to carry him into the baptismal thing. I baptized the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit he does this. And the guy was so light. He was a huge guy, you know, 6'4", maybe. He said he weighed like 90 pounds at that point. I get, I get a little emotional. Um, <laughs> but uh, at his funeral, uh, half the people knew him by his, uh, you know, male name. The other half knew him as his, uh, you know, um, womanly name. And he goes, what do I do now? You got me into this crazy thing, Steve. And I said, well, that's a, that's a tough one. I don't know. You need to go home and pray. <laughs> I actually gave him some, I gave him a thought. Here's what you do. You don't use uh, either him or her. You use they. They. Which is actually common in California now. Uh, so many uh, agenda issues, gender issues. So far, You say they very often to be, you know, to be hopefully understood and nice and kind. But uh, uh, all kinds of people. And, you know, I got to tell you again, I, I just, you know, a, a story like that at one point would have, uh, I would say, you know, that guy did it to himself. He's irresponsible. Well, he's about just a, I don't know how responsible he is, but guess what? Steve Shogren is, especially has been one of the most irresponsible people you'll ever met in your whole life. And if you think about it, perhaps, maybe not you, but your spouse. No. Uh, Think about that on the way home and maybe on Monday, uh, that I have shown every bit as irresponsibility as anybody that ever went to that church. And, and I think as God began to uh, ferret things out of my life that became apparent that that's what he was up to. I love the ending of this whole thing. We're not going to look at it. While Peter was still speaking, these wor- these, uh, sp- speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. Isn't that fun? Yeah, he, he interrupted Peter's message. It's like, well, first of all, God, it wasn't my main point yet. <laughs> Can you imagine? Man, has ever happened to you? You know, spirit falls, and you're going, what the heck? I, I worked all week on this message. I had a whole other point. You know, two points, the third one, it, sheesh, you know. And so uh, the spirit comes and falls on people. And, you know, that's the kind of thing, like many things in life. Well, let's face it, like everything in ministry most things in relationships, that it has to be God doing it. The harder I try, my, my grandma had a little plaque in her kitchen. The harder I try, the behinder I get. You like that? The harder I try, the behinder I get. And so I, I think that's not only a cool little plaque. I'm looking for it still, actually. I can't find it anywhere, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on, on eBay or something and find one. But... Uh, and I think it works totally. That is the biblical upon biblical message that we can grab onto, and to. And just to say, God, I, I yield myself. Lord, change me because I, I don't want to be where I've been. I want to be maybe uncomfortable like the apostles went out who were probably complaining for years. Not a day or so at a time, but years getting up and kicking the dirt. That Jesus schmizes. you know, who does he think he is? And. I'm out here in a place I don't even like. India, you know, and you know, curry—it's not my favorite food, you know—and uh, and so forth that goes on. And and I think that that's where He wants to take you and me—the whole shebang. As we close here, that prayer, "Here I am," just about says everything. You know, what more? What? How much deeper can you go than "Here I am"? You, you with me here? Uh, I don't think you can go any deeper. Because you say, God, heart, soul, strength, mind, um, you know, difficulties, challenges, uh, uh, angry things, and, and you know, the, the things that I have brought to life, um, Lord, would you just, here I am, Lord, you take care of it, and I'm going to step back and let you do the heavy lifting. But I am available. You know, I am available. Let's, let's uh, bow our heads and, and pray. Would you pray with me? Uh, Jesus. We thank you for what you want to do in our lives, what you want to do through our lives. That, Lord, that's not going to happen unless uh, you change us from a pipe. I'm sorry, from a pan to a pipe. From a pan to a pipe. Not one that holds on to and holds on to and holds on to, but one who gets from the top, gives it away, and amazingly, the fruit appears at the end. So Lord, I just pray, here I am. Here I am, Lord, change me. Revolutionize everybody around me as I'm just a a pipe of your presence. No matter what I say, pay no attention to that. (laughs) Lord, the big prayer is here I am. In fact, would you just pray with me together? Here I am. Let's do it one more time. Here I am. One more time, how's that? Here I am. Lord, would you allow your spirit to come upon me today and this week, as it happened with Peter? Your spirit come upon me, Lord, interrupt me. Interrupt my schedule. Interrupt what I have in mind for the day. But let me be a carrier with the uh, the virus, the contagion of all that comes with your kingdom, Lord God. And I agree, let's agree together, when two or more agree, something amazing breaks out. And so, Lord, together we all say, Amen. Amen. God bless you guys.